When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's it going, everyone? I hope you're having a great day because today we have three stories of spoiled kids getting owned by the teacher. All of them are great and I know you will enjoy them. So sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you are new, and let's get into the first story where we're going to call the subscriber Finn. By the way, if you want to submit stories, submit them to my Twitter account, at Connor Pugs. It's in the description. With that being said, let's just jump right into it. So anyways, anyways, right, man, I can't speak. Anyways, Finn is a college student. And uh, he's currently in a college uh, math class. And in this college math class, there's a kid who's kind of just like known as a kid who's pre-spoiled, like one of those kind of like entitled kids. And I don't mean someone who necessarily, I don't know, has like really rich parents or something like that, or, you know, has more things provided for them so that they're like a little bit inconsiderate, they're a little bit arrogant, because they're definitely people that, you know, just don't know any better. Like they'll they'll do so they'll just kind of assume certain things are like the normal for other people, but it's not. And I, I don't really consider those people like spoiled brats or whatever. Th- that's just like, I, I don't know. That's uh, obviously, it's not the greatest thing. It's better to be aware of your surroundings. But when I mean spoiled kid, I mean like, comes in, flexes his double wrists and iced out Rolexes, like drops his Amex black card on the table. It's like, oh yeah, I'm self-made when he literally has never worked a job in his life. But anyways, so this kid, we're just going to call him the spoiled kid. And there was a pretty big test in the math class. And there was basically two major tests for this college semester. And the grade was basically 50% the first test, 50% the second test. It was a brutal way to grade the class, but it was also somewhat easy in a sense because if you just studied for the first test or you just, if you just studied really well for these two assignments, you got a hundred in the course. You didn't have to show up any of the days at all except the days of the test if you really wanted to, but it's really hard if you're struggling the subject. Anyways, so about halfway through the semester, it is the first test. It's the first assessment. And uh, Finn is sitting in this college class. He's been studying for weeks at this point, and he's really nervous. I mean, I could totally understand where he's coming from. I would be personally terrified myself. And so in walks the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid just kind of has this attitude to him. This kind of has this kind of like, I don't know, he's just like super confident, super just full of himself. And you could kind of, you could kind of tell, right? So the spoiled kid sits right in front of uh, Finn. And so the teacher passes around the test. Is like, all right, you guys have two hours to finish this. Um, you are you may finish early. In fact, I inspe- I expect almost all of you to finish this before the two hours. I give about one hour worth of material. So you know, if it takes you, it should not take you more than two hours. And uh, everyone may begin. And sure enough, everyone whips out like starts writing down. Finn is kind of nervous because. 
he's feeling okay about the test, but I don't know if you guys have taken a math test before and you're going through it and you're like, yeah, I think I got the right answer. The worst thing is when you think you got the right answer, you don't know you got the right answer. Like you get an answer and it's like not a super clean number, comes out as a bunch of decimal points and you're like, okay, that doesn't seem good. But who knows? But the thing was, Finn looked in front of him and the spoiled kid was sitting there. And the spoiled kid was sitting there and, you know, he had his backpack. And his backpack, he, the spoiled kid began to reach into his backpack. Finn, being easily distracted, started paying attention to the spoiled kid. And he watches, and he looks as the spoiled kid reaches into the backpack and kind of just assumes that, oh, okay, whatever, right? The spoiled kid is just reaching in for a pencil, maybe an eraser, maybe a piece of scratch paper, which would have been a little sus, but whatever. But instead, the spoiled kid reaches into his backpack and grabs an iPad, not his phone, not like something small, a whole on iPad, not an iPad mini, a full iPad, right? And he takes out the iPad and he puts it on his lap. To be fair, it was a somewhat discreet position. It was not super obvious that there was an iPad on his, on his lap. But the spoiled kid opens up the iPad and literally goes to Safari, the Google search engine on iPads, and he opens it up. And he starts typing, he goes to like, like he starts typing in the questions into Google and just getting the answers. Like sometimes he has to like literally search through message boards like Reddit or I don't know. Okay, they wouldn't use Stack Overflow to math class. But they'd be searching through stuff like, I don't know, Reddit, Wolfram Alpha, all these sites or whatever. And he was like finding the answers every single time. And at this point, right, you know, uh, Finn was looking at him. He's like, this kid's crazy. Dude's going to get caught. There's not a chance that dude doesn't get caught. Like, are you kidding me? You, you can't be, like, you, you cannot be serious here. And sure enough, right, you know, the spoiled kid is, uh, you know, he's, you know, just going along, like, da, 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 just going through writing down his answers. And Finn is kind of distracted now, is watching as the math teacher, who is at the front of the class, just kind of like grading stuff, gets up to just casually walk around. Because I don't know about you, but when I have tests, sometimes the teacher just decides to stroll around. Sometimes the teacher wants to see, you know, what other people are doing and how they're doing and just making sure that they're not blatantly cheating like the spoiled kid is here. So Finn, like, quickly puts his eyes back on his own paper because he doesn't want to be accused of, like, looking at the spoiled kid's work or anything. But he, he just he can't concentrate right now because he knows for a fact that the spoiled kid is about to be outed as a big old traitor, right? And so sure enough, you know, the, the teacher walks around, and he, the thing is, the teacher is kind of going, doing a snake pattern throughout the desks. So instead of going for, like, instead of approaching the spoiled kid front on, he approaches, approaches the spoiled kid from the back, which maybe if the teacher started one row earlier and he would have ended up approaching the spoiled kid from the front, the spoiled kid would have noticed that someone was approaching him and he would have either turned off the iPad or at least stopped using it actively. But unfortunately for the spoiled kid, you know, the teacher was approaching from behind. And as the teacher got closer and closer, the teacher ended up passing by Finn and stopping right next to Finn's desk. Not, of course, to like look at what Finn was doing, but to observe the spoiled kid who was sitting one desk ahead of Finn. The spoiled kid was very clearly going on his iPad, typing on it, scrolling through to find answers, and then writing on like his test. And the teacher is like, under his breath, he's like, Spoiled kid, what are you doing? Obviously says the actual name of the spoiled kid, but it's like, spoiled kid, it, are, are you cheating? And the spoiled kid's like, looks up, 
turns around, shuts off the iPad, and is like, uh, no, I'm not cheating. And, you know, the teacher's like, well, what, what, what were you doing with that iPad? And the spoiled kid's like, um, well, I just had it out. And, you know, the teacher's like, I'm, I'm sorry, but even if you just have your phone, like I made it very clear in the beginning of class, you cannot have any sort of device out. Like, even if you weren't cheating, we would have no way to know if you were or weren't, and we just have to assume you are. The spoiled kid's like, well, I'm just going to finish this test. Like, I mean, you can take this iPad if you want. It was just lying around. And the thing was, like, Finn knew that the teacher was watching the spoiled kid cheating on the iPad actively. It's not like, I don't know, the spoiled kid forgot to put the iPad away and it just happened to be out. It was on and he was using it. And then he just, like, turns it off as soon as the teacher asks him what he's doing. And the teacher's like, no, I can't do that. Like, I need to take your test now. I'm sorry. I have to mark it as a zero, which, first of all, is devastating. That is absolutely devastating because, you know, 50% of your grade is a zero. You cannot pass that class. I don't care if you get 100% on your other test. I don't care if you get 100% 10% with extra credit. You're not passing that class. So at this point, the spoiled kid, who definitely doesn't want to, like, have to redo the class again, is like, uh, I don't think so. I'm going to finish this test and, like, I'm going to hand it to you, and you're going to grade it. And the teacher is like, bro, in his head, he's like, you're talking back to me? And Finn is starting to be like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to need two whole, I'm going to need the whole two hours to finish this test because I can't pay attention for the life of me. And the teacher's like, are you talking back to me? And at this whole time, in the beginning, the teacher and the spoiled kid were kind of whisper fighting back and forth. But now the teacher, full on set in his full voice, are you talking back to me? And, like, the whole class turns and looks, right? The whole test has been derailed. And the spoiled kid's like, you know, if I were you, I would be careful, Mr. Teacher. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing you got to know. You know, the teachers who cross me and cross me bad, you know, my dad knows a person or two on the board. They know a person or two, right? And the thing is, if I give my dad a word that you, sir are being, you know, mischievous. <laughs> okay, I don't think he said mischievous, though. I don't think that's the word choice. But if you, sir, are messing with me, bro, then, I don't know, maybe you're going to have to find a new job. I mean, I heard McDonald's is hiring, bro. At this point, the teacher and the spoiled kid, it's like a 1v1 face-off right now. They're both looking at each other. They both very much dislike each other at this point, And they're kind of just having a bit of a stare-off. And at this point, that Finn could basically, he, if Finn had a butter knife on him, he could cut the tension in the room right in half. And the teacher looks at him and takes one step closer to the spoiled kid. Because the one thing the spoiled kid didn't know was that this teacher was not any old teacher. This teacher has been at the school for so many years. This teacher is doesn't just have tenure. He is like tenure plus, bro. He has like the next version of tenure. This guy is entrenched in the establishment of this school. This guy is like whatever connections his dad has or whatever kind of donor this dad has, it will not have any impact. And the teacher goes up to him, if a spoiled kid, and says, do it. Call your dad and tell him to fire me. Do it. I dare you. At this point, the spoiled kid's face went from, like, a smug smile to complete shock and horror because, like, he was convinced that this would be enough for, the, for you know, the, the teacher to fold. Apparently, this has worked every other time the spoiled kid has done it. So the spoiled kid was like, oh, my, well, like, he's, he's not taking it sitting down? What? 
Real quick, comment spoiled if you made it this far into the video. I'm going to try and heart as many comments as I can, and if you want to support the channel, all you got to do is continue watching videos after this one. You can do them by looking in the recommended section for other videos, or you can go to my channel page, which has playlists. I have playlists for Spoil Kids, High School Stories, uh, Karen videos, whatever you want, it's there. And uh, by the way, if you like watching these videos on the go, I have a Spotify. It is first link in the description. It's called, or just look up Connor Pugs on Spotify. And please, if you do listen on there, rate it five stars and follow me. And even if you like, you know, I don't know if you're a huge Spotify guy, as an incentive, there, every episode is put up about an hour or two early on there. So if you want a sneak peek, go to my Spotify. And finally, use code ConnorPugs for 10% off Gamersubs. It helps you. It helps me submit stories to either my Instagram or Twitter account. And join the Discord server. A lot of you guys don't know we have one. It's in the description. With that, all that promo out of the way, let's get back into it. So Finn is sitting there as the spoiled kid versus the teacher, are they're facing off, right? And the teacher just dropped a bomb, basically called the spoiled kid's bluff and said, sure, go ahead and do it. And the spoiled kid at this point basically knows he's in defeat. So the, the spoiled kid is just like completely frozen. Because remember, the spoiled kid has probably used this line in other classes where he's like, oh, well, you know what? Uh, my dad knows a lot of trustees. My dad can totally sue you. My dad can get you out of the school. Do you want a job? And look, as much as the teachers want to uphold integrity and a good learning environment, they also want to eat. You know what I mean? They also want to eat. So I kind of get it. But at this point, this teacher has been around for so long that he knows that, you know, this spoiled kid's dad, I don't care if he donated a school building, he's not doing anything, bro. Because that building has already been donated, and they don't need another one. So at this point, the spoiled kid watches as the teacher goes over, goes on his desk, grabs his paper, and walks to the front of the class. And the spoiled kid is shouting like, I'm giving you one more chance. I'm giving you one more chance, or I'm going to call my dad, and he's going to get you fired. You know how much money my dad has. You know how many, you know how, how much donation ability he has? You know who does know? The school. The school knows. And the teacher turns around and says, son, I've been here for 40 years. I know everyone in like who works here. I guarantee you, tell your dad to make that call and tell him that you were cheating in my class and that I caught you. And if that's the reason I get fired, then that's the way I go out. So at this point, the entire class has been derailed. And the spoiled kid gets up. He gets out of his chair. He says, you know what? We'll see about that. And he gets up and he walks out of the class. So the teacher is like, all right, class. I, I'm, I apologize for the distraction. You guys will be, unless you have other events, and then you can work that out with me. I'm tacking on another 15 minutes at the end of class just in case someone goes that far. So sure enough, right, uh, you know, uh, Finn continues the test. He goes about an hour, 30 minutes in. When he completes it, he feels pretty good about it. And uh, the aftermath of what happens is the spoiled kid never returns to the class. The spoiled kid fails the class but drops it, so it's, like, not part of his grade or something. And, yeah, so, yeah, the, the spoiled kid did complain to the dad, and uh, the teacher was never fired. So, yeah, that just shows you that just because your dad donates a lot of money doesn't mean that you can cheat in class. We're going to call the subscriber for the next story of a teacher owning a spoiled kid, Jake. So anyways, Jake is in the, th is in the third kid, uh, the third kid. Jake is in the third grade, guys. And there's also a spoiled kid, right? There is a spoiled kid in the class. And the thing is, you know, Jake comes from a lower income family. You know, he, you know, he isn't afforded all the newest stuff. 
You know, sometimes, you know, the meals he has, like, aren't the greatest. Sometimes he has to wear the same clothes again and again. Sometimes, you know, he, he has to, you know, walk to school, which makes him a bit late because his mom can't bring him in. This happens. The spoiled kid, right? And once again, just because, like, you have more money doesn't inherently make you a bad person. If you feel entitled and you feel like you are just a, a better person because you have more money, then yeah, maybe you're not so great, right? So sure enough, uh, the Jake, so Jake and the spoiled kid, you know, they're, they're sitting down and the spoiled kid just blatantly starts like making fun of Jake. Because remember, they're in third grade and the spoiled kid's like, mm, Jake, you're smelling so bad today. And the thing was, right, Jake just didn't, he, he, he had to wear these clothes again. You know, he didn't have time to wash them. He didn't have enough other pairs. He had to wear these again. And the spoiled kid's like, is that a hole I see? And he, the spoiled kid goes over and like starts touching Jake's clothes. And Jake's like, stop, like, bro, can you get off of me? And the spoiled kid's like, oh, Jake, I think I've seen you wear those clothes every single day. And the spoiled kid says, I pride myself. And the fact that I wear a new outfit, a fresh combination of clothes, every single day. Jake, I just wish that you would put in the bare minimum effort. And Jake goes on to say, like, hey, like, bro, maybe, look, I, I, I just can't afford all those clothes. Uh, look, th that's the difference between you and me. It's not that I'm not trying to put in effort, which if, is this really the important place to put your effort and your clothing combinations? But nevertheless... Yeah, it's not that I'm not putting in the effort. It's that I just don't have the ability to do that. And the spoiled kid says, oh, so your parents don't work as hard as me. And the thing is, right, Jake did not like to hear this because his mom worked two jobs. You know, that's not what you want to hear. And she was the only one in the household who was making money. So Jake was not a fan of this at all. And Jake was like, like, dude, like, it is not a thing about how hard you work. And the spoiled kid's like, well... Then why do your parents make less than mine? Hmm. And just so you guys know a little bit of context, in this class, there was something called like a star system. If you guys watch SpongeBob, think about like the buddy stars in Miss Puff Bowden class. It was the same deal. I bet the teacher liked SpongeBob and was inspired by it. Basically, when you did good things, you accumulated buddy stars, such as continuously turning in your stuff on time, being good in class, uh, I don't know, just doing good things. And if you did bad things, you lost them. And after a certain point of buddy stars, you got certain pri privileges such as, I don't know, extended recess, uh, home, you can like choose not to do, there's some homeworks that were, you didn't have to do if you had enough buddy stars, stuff like that, right? And the thing was the spoiled kid was like just a little bit over the extended recess number of buddy stars. And all of a sudden, right, the teacher is starting, has been listening in, not all of a sudden, but throughout this conversation, the teacher who assigns and takes away the buddy stars has been listening to the spoiled kid berate this kid, basically, for, you know, not being in the same financial situation as him. And Jake goes on to say, like, bro, like, this isn't cool. Mind your own business. You know, I'm just going to go work on the thing. Because they were all assigned to work on some, like, arts and crafts project, um, while they did, you know, and that's why the spoiled kid actually came over and started taunting Jake because he had nothing better to do because he finished his project. And the spoiled kid's like, oh, let me look over. Mm, 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 mm. Seems like a lack of talent from you. Why is that, you might ask? Well, I think it's because, well, I think it's because, you know, you're just not as good because, I, I don't know, there's other indications that make me feel that way. 
And Jake's like, what? Like, what do you have to say now? And spoiler kid's like, well, I kind of think that, like, how rich you are is kind of, like, directly proportional to how good you are as a person, like, how much value you have. I don't know if he said directly proportional, but you guys get what I mean. And Jake's like, bro, like, that's insane and insensitive. And the spoiled kid's like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you look at my arts and crafts over there, it is just significantly better. And it was not significantly better. Maybe it was, like, a little better, I guess, right? I guess, subjectively, one could say it was better. But, like, come on now, bro. Like, let's chill out for a second. But sure enough, the spoiled kid goes on to be like, you know, maybe you should have more respect for me. Maybe, Jake, you should have more respect for your financial elders. <laughs> Which, when I, when I got a DM about this, and because I got in quotes, financial elders, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Because you always hear, like, older people or younger people saying this expression of, like, you got to respect your elders. Like, they, and that's because, like, there's a lot of compound knowledge. They just happen to know a lot from experience. In some cases, not everyone who's old is smart or knows a thing or two or is wise. But a lot of them are. But respect your financial elders. Basically, the spoiled kid took a actual saying that makes a lot of sense and I think is a good rule is a good rule to live by, and just basically morphed it into his like crazy conception of if your parents make money, then you, your descend, their descendant, is a, a just is just immediately a fantastic person who is better than everyone else. And at this point, right, the teacher's heard enough. He walks over, he's like, spoiled kid, I've been listening to this conversation for the last 10 minutes. And you could see the look on the spoiled kid's face like, oh boy, I'm in trouble now. And the teacher's like, I just can't believe you truly believe these things. Like, these are really offensive notions. And Jake is kind of sitting back with a little bit of a smirk on his face because he knows for a fact what is about to happen. And the spoiled kid also knows what is about to happen because whenever the teacher confronts someone saying something not very nice... He immediately goes to the buddy stars. And the spoiled kid's like, because the spoiled kid just went over the threshold for getting enough buddy stars um, to have extra recess. The spoiled kid's like, no, no, it's, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. I swear. I swear. Uh, it's not what you think. And the teacher's like, I'm sorry. I heard what I heard. And the teacher starts walking over to the buddy star system. And the spoiled kid turns over to Jake and is like, you did this. You did this. And you did this specifically because you hate me because I have more money than you. And Jake's like, dude. I didn't do anything. I just had a conversation with you. And he watched. They both turn around as the teacher doesn't take one buddy star off, but takes three. And just for a little bit of context, to get over the, the, the allotted a number of buddy stars to be, have extra recess, it was like four. So taking three away. So he had five before. He was now down to two. And getting buddy stars was super, super hard. And so at this point, like... Finn is like, or Jake is like, oh yeah, bro, like this is fire. Cause like he thought he's gonna lose one buddy star, but he lost three, which is like weeks and weeks of effort. Anyways, that moral of the story is don't think you're better than someone else because of something that you can't control. And also don't think you're worse than someone else because of something you can't control. Or even things that you can control in a lot of cases. Anyways, let's go on to the next and final story. I wanted to call the last person uh Princess Bubblegum, because I was, because <laughs> I was on the whole like Finn. J you know what? You know what? Because I did Finn and Jake. I wanted to tell the call the last person Princess Bubblegum. But who's gonna stop me? Who's gonna stop me? No one, not you. So I'm calling the last subscriber a Princess Bubblegum, and you have to take it with a straight face. I'm doing this with a straight face. So Princess, B 
Oh, no, nah, I'm doing this straight face. Princess Bubblegum, you know, there was a spoiled kid in class. And this spoiled kid in class, basically... So Princess Bubblegum was new to the, you know, let's just say the seventh grade. I didn't really get a specific grade that she was in, but we're just going to say the seventh grade because judging by the rest of the story, it makes about sense there. So Bubblegum, Princess, <laughs> Princess Bubblegum, this is the name I'm using. She's normal. So don't think of actual Princess Bubblegum. But Princess Bubblegum was new to uh, the seventh grade of a new high school. Her mom or dad recently ch uh, changed jobs, so they had to live, go, move to a whole new place. And, you know, she was freshly enrolled in the new high school that happened to be in her new location. So anyways, right, you know, she's, you know, she's getting there. She walks in and on the first day, you know, she sits down. She's nervous. I mean, who wouldn't be nervous, right? It, it, it's a nerve-wracking thing. And uh, she sits down and uh, the teacher's like, hey, everyone, I'd like you to welcome. And says, hey, what's your name again? She said, Princess Bubblegum. I'd like you to welcome Princess Bubblegum to the class. Everyone's like, hello, Princess Bubblegum. Welcome, right? And there's also a spoiled kid in this class. And we're going to call him spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid had like slicked back hair. He wore sunglasses in class. Even those teachers told him many times, like, dude, can you not do that? That looks weird. And he's like, no, you can't stop me. And like, they got him in trouble a few times. But now he just like permanently wears like, I don't know, aviator sunglasses trying to be like, you know, the coolest dude ever. He's also got a super fancy watch on that he got for his like 13th birthday party or his 13th birthday from his parents, which I don't know about you, but I think I got like a Star Wars action figure, which it was fire. I'm sure I loved it. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I would have liked that a lot more than a watch, bro. But I'm just saying, who's dishing out a Rolex to some like 13 year old kid? Anyways, though, this, the spoiled kid's like, what, like immediately, as soon as like the teacher wasn't like, like teaching class, like there was some lull or maybe they're like, oh, go and do some project or something. The spoiled kid imme immediately sits next to Princess Bubblegum is like, what's good, baby? My name's spoiled kid. Obviously, you know, says his real name as Princess Bubblegum's not her real name, but she's like, oh, hi there. My name's Princess Bubblegum. You know, I just moved into the, uh, to the town. And therefore, like, I'm starting high school here. I don't really know that many people. Like, how's it going? He's like, it's good. My day was okay. But then it was great when you, uh, when you blessed my presence. <laughs> and she's like, okay, um, nice. Uh, anyways, though, you know, I I'm excited to be here. And uh, is there anything I should know before I move in? Like, I, I don't know. Is there like a... Is there something I should know about the town or a good place to go? He's like, oh, baby, I know so many good places. You know, I know so many good places uh, that I could take you. You know, I got to, you know, I got, you know, I can drive. And she's like, what? Because the, the thing is, right, you know, she, she really can't, he, he can't actually drive legally. I think he's like 15 or something. And she's like, wait, you can drive? He's like, well, I mean, not legally, but yeah, I do. Basically, dad just lets me, like, he's a leftover G-Wagon. He just lets me ride it around. So, babe, if you want to hop in my new whip, just, just give me a call and I totally got you. And she's like, okay. At this point, uh, you know, Princess Bubblegum was starting to realize that, okay, maybe this guy has other intentions that I kind of didn't even realize at first. Like, uh, ha, ha. Okay, let's try and back out of this respectfully. So then the spoiled kid goes on to say, so baby, what are you doing tonight after school? I can definitely take you out on my new whip. At this point, the teacher starts to like overhear this conversation. And Princess Bubblegum is like, well, you know, I should really be home with my parents. You know, they're, they're, we're still unpacking, still getting acclimated. He's like, okay, babe, 
So what about this weekend? Yo, how's that going for you, baby doll? Just start saying stuff like that. And she's like, well, um, well I, I don't know. This, you know, this, this weekend, I, don't, I, I just don't know if I should be going out. The spoiled kid's like, babe, you know that I got that bread right. And she's like, um, sure, okay. He's like, babe, I don't know. I, I know you want me. I just don't totally get why you're just not going full in, why you're just not embracing my love like you should. And she's kind of just like, yo, what? At this point, the teacher started to be like, hey, bro. And sure enough, you know, Princess Bubblegum's like, hey, look, I appreciate the offer. I just don't want to be in any relationships this early. I just got to get to know people. I want to make some friends. You know, I'd love to be your friend. And not really, but like, I'd love to be your friend. Okay, she didn't say not really, but you know what I mean. She's like, you know, I'd love to be your friend, but I think I have to just start as that at a minimum. I can't rush into a relationship. And the spoiled kid is like, gets really upset. And he's like, what? Dude, did you not hear me? I literally have a G-Wagon to ride around in. I have the fattest whip ever. Do you see the ice on my wrist? He, like, whips around his hand with this, like, Rolex on. He starts shaking it around. And he's like, like, I just don't get it. Like, why do you hate yourself? Because you obviously hate yourself if you don't want to go with me. Because, dude, I have a fat whip and drip on my wrist. And at this point, the teacher steps in. He's like, hey, spoil kid. Spoil kid's like, sup, teach? He's like, like, please don't, like, stop pressuring this, like, this young lady. She made it very clear that she's not into you. And just because, you know, you have a quote-unquote nice whip, whatever the, the kids are calling cars now these days, and that you have a nice watch, doesn't mean that, you know, this lady's going to like you. She's made it quite clear. And at this point, you're just making her uncomfortable. Teacher completely came out of the blue and just, boom, explosion. Right in the spoiled kid's face, basically. And every single person turns around and looks at him. And spoiled kid's like, teach, I don't think you understand. She definitely is into me. So the teacher's like, all right, well, uh, Bubblegum, not to put you on the spot, but uh, are you? And, you know, Princess Bubblegum, a little annoyed by the spoiled kid, is like, no, I'm sorry. Spoiled kid's like, you'll regret this when I got an even hotter babe in my whip. And he goes to the back of the classroom. So after class, Princess Bubblegum is approached by a, a group of girls. And, you know, Bubblegum kind of knows, like, mean girls, yeah, I don't know, high school dynamics or middle school dynamics. She's just expecting to be bullied by these girls, but the girls come up and they say, I'm so sorry about Tyler back there. Let's call the spoiled kid Tyler. She's like, eh, it's okay, it's whatever. And they're like, no, it's not. You're new here. Like, that's not okay for him to make you feel uncomfortable on the first day. You know what, girls? We've been talking about it, and we want you, Bubblegum, to hang out with us. Bubblegum's like, oh, like, thank you. And from that day on, you know, Bubblegum met her new group of friends. And Tyler, the spoiled kid, still to this day has, unsu- has unsuccessfully seduced any women with his fat whip. And his click on the video on screen right wrist. now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it.